Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Studio De Hefri. Guess who I am? That's me. I'm Jeff Kavanaugh. You can find me on 97.1 The Freak from 7 to 11 a.m. Monday through Friday in DFW and on the iHeartRadio app, along with Julie Dobbs and Kevin Turner. Our show name is The Speakeasy. Look up the podcast and download it. Thank you. Uh, This is going to be a Cowboys conversation, although because I'm recording it and not doing it live, it'll be a one-sided conversation where I talk, but I can't hear what you say. But I can in the comments on YouTube if you respond to this video. And what I'm going to do is tell you why I do not want the Cowboys to take Notre Dame tight end Michael Mayer in the first round of the NFL draft. Good? Got it? I also just ate fighting off a burp. Or maybe a hiccup. Anyway, Bet Online presents this to you. BetOnline.ag, your number one source for all your uh, basketball. we got the NBA playoffs going on right now. They're your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Me, personally, baseball guy, first place Texas Rangers. Uh, you can check that out, too. BetOnline, your sports information headquarters. They get you covered. Everything. All your sports wagering needs. Basketball, MLB, hockey, UFC, boxing. Fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games you can play right from your home. Go to the website or use your mobile device. Use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, so check it out. Cowboys, we're eight days away from the draft. And as somebody pointed out on Twitter when I teased this video and said, I'm about to tell you why I don't want Michael Mayer at number 26, I said, you also didn't want Micah Parsons or Tyler Smith, so it sounds like he's going to have a great career, and that is fair. Play his F up. I didn't want middle linebacker Micah Parsons at number 12. Nobody told me best pass rusher in the league, Micah Parsons, was available at number 12. Or we'd have had a damn party. Tyler Smith's been okay. Decent. Definitely better than I thought he would be as a rookie. So I will. I'll take that one. I tried to keep Taco away from you. Anyway, here's what I was doing. First of all, we have to start with the premise um, that in a perfect world, tight ends, you just don't want to use a first-round pick on regardless. That's in a perfect world. Now, after that... We talk about, I talk about, many people who are draft experts are talking about this year, that it is a really good tight end class. And I agree with that. I think there's six guys that play tight end in this draft class that I'd be comfortable picking in the top 60. So, why am I so opposed to Michael Mayer at number 26? First of all, because I fear that that could turn this stupid draft into the Cowboys taking a tight end and a running back or a tight end and a linebacker with their first two picks, which is two of the least valuable positions in the entire league, and it's the first two rounds of a draft. That's a bad idea for value. Secondly, and the actual point of this video, is I pulled up the 10 leading tight end receivers last year, and I wanted to figure out what do these guys have in common What am I looking for? What am I looking at? And this may not come as a shock to you because in football, it's really good if you can run fast and jump high and if you're strong, quick, and all these different things. The top receiving tight ends who we have athletic testing for before their draft last year were Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, George Kittle, Dallas Goddard, TJ Hawkinson, David Njoku, Evan Ingram. That's your guy. That's everybody that was over like 620 yards. Right after that is right about where you get to Dalton Schultz. So these are the best ones. These are the best tight ends. And if I'm going to use a first round pick, first of all, I want somebody 
as good as four or five of the seven names on that list. And I don't know that I'm going to get that. But second of all, here is what those guys have in common. Shout out to my guy, Math Bomb, at Math Bomb on Twitter, who came up with something called the Relative Athletic Score. What he does is he takes all of your numbers, height, weight, um, 40-time vertical jump, broad jump, 20-yard split, 10-yard split, three-cone drill, vertical jump, all of your athletic testing, and then it crunches that up against everybody in the history of the combine that played that position and says, what level athlete are you in this group? And Michael Mayer tested just fine. His relative athletic score was a 7.65. Right in the neighborhood of uh, Dalton Schultz. And a little bit more athletic than Jake Ferguson and a little less athletic than Peyton Hendershot. I'm going to give you the relative athletic scores of the top guys in the NFL at catching the football and doing good football things. Travis Kelsey, 9.29. Mark Andrews, 7.28. His bench, not good. His vertical, not good. They brought him down. George Kittle, 9.52 is his relative athletic score. That means he's in the 95th percentile of athletes that play tight end in the history of the combine. Dallas Goddard, 9.54. TJ Hawkinson, 9.18. David Njoku, 9.32. Evan Ingram, 8.94. And that would be higher, but Evan Ingram is small for a tight end, so that brought him down. So what the best tight ends in the league have in common, and I want one of the best tight ends in the league if I'm using a first-round pick on a tight end, is that they are premier athletes for the position. Michael Mayer's relative athletic score is a 7.65. What about part two of the equation? I want to be clear. If you guys know, I end my videos with you. Never know what anyone's going through, so be cool to everyone. I love you. That's what I say. I ain't hating. I'm just offering you a sports opinion. I think Michael Mayer's going to start at tight end in this league for a decade, and I think he's going to be a fine player. But if I like six tight ends in this draft class and I'm trying to figure out, hmm, which one's going to give me a shot to have a premier player, I'm going to use that information. Now, I'm not just going to take a good athlete if his tape doesn't match up. I'm not going to do that. By the way, remember when Gavin Escobar got drafted before Travis Kelsey? Cowboys picked Gavin Escobar. Relative athletic score of Gavin Escobar, 6.18. Travis Kelsey, 9.29. The way better athlete turned out to be the way better player. So Michael Mayer, 7.65. The other five tight ends in this draft that I think I would be comfortable using a top 60 pick on. Let's go to there. What sort of athletes are they? Because I like the tape on all of them. I think they're all good players. Darnell Washington, Georgia, 9.88. Damn near a perfect athlete, 99th percentile almost of tight ends in the history of the combine. Sam Laporta, Iowa, 9.02. He's a little bit small. The size brings him down a little bit. 90th percentile athlete in the history of tight ends. Tucker Craft, South Dakota State, 9.68. 97th percentile almost athlete in the history of the combine at tight end. Luke Musgrave, Oregon State, 9.78. Almost the 98th percentile of athletes at tight end in the history of the combine. I don't have one for um, Utah, man. 
Dalton Kincaid. I don't have one for him because he's been hurt and didn't do his athletic testing, but we think he would be a good athlete, and he's a hell of a receiver. So what I'm telling you is when I combined when I combine the fact that it's tight end, and for the most part I don't want to pick that in the first round, and then I take what do the best tight ends in the NFL have in common, and then I factor in there's six guys in this class I like, and four or five of them have that same athleticism that the best tight ends in the NFL have. You take all of those things, and to me it spells out, kind of wearing Notre Dame colors today, so that's showing support. All of that to me says not Michael Mayer. Not Michael Mayer. He's going to be a good player in the NFL. If I had to guess what his career looks like, though, because I've heard people saying Jason Witten, Jason Witten, Jason Witten. Jason Witten had 5,000-yard seasons and two more where he went over 900 yards. I don't think Michael Mayer is going to have a single 900-yard season in his career. I think he'll be a six, 700-yard receiver, and he'll be a steady player, and he'll be a starting tight end, and there's nothing wrong with that. But at 26, a starting-level tight end is like what everybody just wanted to run out of town. Dalton Schultz, the season, and it's like, let him go. We can get somebody else to do that. Now you want to invest a first-round pick to get back to similar production? No, I say. No. Which brings me around to, can I find guys at more valuable positions that at 26, if I get blown out and I can't have any of my top receivers or corners or pass rushers, I don't want to run stopper either. I don't really want a running back, but Bijan's so effing good that you can talk me into that. I start looking at, does Osiris Torrance or Darnell Wright make it? A guy who could be my starting left guard. I start looking at Will McDonald, the fourth, pass rusher, Iowa State. Eh. I start looking at Emmanuel Forbes, corner, Mississippi State. I start looking at, other people don't have him ranked as high as I do, and that's fine. Cam Smith, South Carolina corner. I start looking around at my more valuable positions and say, what can I do here? Because what I'll do with this tight end group is I'll say, I like six of them. I'm not going to be the guy that proclaims the best guy in this draft class by selecting the first tight end. And maybe Dalton Kincaid will be gone. Maybe somebody will be gone. But I'm not going to be the one who says, I know that the worst athlete of the bunch is going to be the best NFL player, and I'm going to pick him. I'll let five other ones go. And then I'll say, I'm going to get the guy who has good tape and is an elite athlete, whoever's left, out of Tucker Craft at South Dakota State or Sam Laporta or Luke Musgrave, whatever. I don't think six tight ends are going to go before the 58th pick in the draft. I'll let the league sort it out. And if you really want a tight end that you really like in this deep draft class, take him at 58. And then you'll be in line with the great athletes, and you'll flip your six-headed coin that way and say, yes, I'm gonna, I did not have to use my first-round pick, and I have the guy whose traits match up with the guys who are awesome at this in the NFL. I've done it. I've made a video. Kill me in the comments, but if you do, at least hit the like button for the algorithm. I don't mind getting killed. Well, literally killed, I wouldn't mind. Well, I wouldn't mind, I guess, because I'd be dead. Why are you making me go all existential here? What would happen if I died? Heaven? Hell? Reincarnation? Nothingness? I don't know. That See, now that's going to get people mad in the comments. Why can't I just figure out how to end a video? Oh, man. Leave in the comments who you want the Cowboys to pick at number 26. And remember that this was brought to you and presented by my friends at Bet Online. And you have no idea what anyone's going through, so be cool to everyone. I love you. Be easy. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.